I think ever since you've come into office, things are really looking up. You know, gas is up, rent is up, food is up, everything. No, it really has been a tough first year for you, Mr. President. Gas is up, gas is up, gas is up, everything. Rent is up, rent is up, everything, everything, everything. Gas is up, rent is up, food is up, gas is up, rent is up, food is up, everything. Welcome back to the Prepared My Channel. It is the Friday free-for-all. And we're going to talk about everything that's happened this week and what's unique, special, new. No, we've been doing this all along on Friday free-for-all. Well, not maybe every time, but it came up and it works great. Is We're going to mix your questions in with my monologue so we could get into everything you guys want to talk about right off the bat as we go. It's a lot of fun, folks. We really, it's just a free-for-all questions from here, comments from there. You know all about it. I've got a lot of things <clears throat> on this mind right here to talk to you about. And I want to thank you all for shopping at the preparedmind.club. I think we got some good deals there. Every week now we're starting and have done uh, two, um, two newsletters that go out that include specials on products so you can get prepared. And, and if there's a discount available, we get it out to you. Uh, you guys have supported us through the preparedmind.club, our premium service, and you've supported us through subscribestar.com. I want to thank all of you. Additionally, you know, the uh, super chats, donations, everything you've done keeps me right here in Studio B or down in the bunker. Uh, <laughs> Studio A is still under construction a little bit, so we're avoiding that room. Uh, but, uh, Thank you to everybody. Thank you to Nikki, who sent a care package uh, to me uh, from down and over and where she's at. Thank you, Nikki. That's from doing stuff with Nikki. And I wanted to I wanted to say, let's have a drink to start this off, folks. I'm going to have me some Captain Morgan uh, just because it's Friday. It's been a long week. Things are crazy. I've had enough of this crap, but we're not even close to being done. Oh, rum. <laughs> rum is vile. <laughs> rum is good. Let me tell you what's vile. Hypocrisy and stupidity. To me, that's vile. Right. Uh, let's see. On the southern border of the United States, it's open and we're being invaded. Joe Biden left Washington, D.C., left the White House early. Joe Biden is going to his Delaware home. Joe Biden is having a fence put up around his property there, a wall, if you will. Funny, he's been there over 18 months, Joe Biden, as president. And he has spent dozens of days, folks, dozens of days, multiple, 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 multiple weekend trips to Delaware. Never once has he gone to the southern border. He's invited in uh, unchecked, unverified people from Afghanistan, invited them in by the thousands. And they're coming in by the millions now, folks. 200,000 plus per month times 18 months. You do the math. Sounds like, uh, uh, hmm, over 3,000, I'm sorry, 3,600,000. Well, I'm going to give you a little story. 
coming out of Sweden from a guy named Peter Sweden. And he says, last night in Sweden, there was a massive explosion. A family apartment building was bombed. He said, these things are so common in Sweden that it barely makes the news anymore. Now, here's where the rubber meets the road on open borders and no fence on our country and allowing massive amounts of unchecked immigrants in is you don't know who you're getting and what they're up to. In Sweden, folks, there have been 997 bombings in the last five years. That's 200 bombings a year on average. 200. How many bombings do we get in America? I wonder if they figured out where they come from. In addition to that, there are no-go zones in Sweden. There are 61 of them. You know what a no-go zone is? It's kind of like the autonomous zones, like the Chaz from 2020, when people say, hey, 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 we don't allow cops here. They're no-go zones. And if you don't belong in that community, if you're not a member of their special community, then you're not allowed in. Folks, this isn't uh, 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 Libya I'm talking about. It's not uh, Greece, right? We're talking about way the hell up north in Sweden. Sweden. Sweden is one of those countries that is in the Arctic Circle, the north tip of it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay, Jolene, let me know on the Messenger, the Signal app, how many questions we've got, and I'll try and moderate them as we go in. So uh, I've got a lot to talk about. I'm going to cover one more topic. No, two. And then we're going to jump right into your comments, your suggestions. Folks, it could it could do with people, places, subjects, ideas. If you have questions about prepping, whatever it is, right? And we're doing Prepper Coach still with John, and you can sign up for that at the preparedmind.club. But on here, we'll do a quick look-see at what you want to talk about. Now, I, this, is, this is critical to me. Klaus Schwab has a lot of people helping him in his great reset at the World Economic Forum, the Davos douches. I listened to a guy today who is big on European politics, talking about the oligarchs, the Davos group, as if they're just another political party. That's how out in the open they are. Anyways, this guy comes out and talks, this lieutenant of uh, Klaus Schwab. He says, the whole idea of free will, that's over. Humans won't have choices in the future. Now, what he's talking about is going to the supermarket and buying what you want. Going to a store and just getting, having choices, picking out what you want. He says, humans won't have choices in the future. That's over. The whole idea of free will, being your own person, that's over. Now, I want you to take that idea. And I want you to compare it to this. This is Governor Ron DeSantis, and he did a tweet. He said, the melding of corporate and government power under the auspices of ESG represents an attempt to impose policies on society through corporate power, policies that cannot win at the ballot box. That just described what the World Economic Forum is doing through its corporate puppets and its political puppets. The melding of corporate and government power under the auspices of ESG, environmental social governance. 
represents an attempt to impose policies on society through corporate power. That's exactly what they're doing. They're trying to use corporations, hospitals, stores, learning institutions, everything, right? Policies that cannot win at the ballot box. Now, <clears throat> this is Governor DeSantis. Sounds like he understands, doesn't he? And he finishes his, his, his tweet with, in Florida, we will not allow policies to be subcontracted out, subcontracted out to corporate elites. So on the one hand, you have someone at the World Economic Forum saying, hey, 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 the idea of free will, that is over. You're not your own person. You don't own you. Your choices are just going to be taken from you. You go to the store, you're going to be given one choice, whatever that is. Have some cockroach milk, have some cricket protein. There's your choice. And corporations are trying to make that decision for you. Governor DeSantis says, no, in Florida, we will not allow policies to be subcontracted out to corporate elites. There's a war, folks. There is a big, bad war. Are you prepared? That's my question to you. Are you prepared, folks? Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense, and a plan. When I say food, do I ever look at you and say, make sure you get 100 pounds of cricket protein. Make sure you get... 20 gallons of powdered cockroach milk. No, I just tell you to get food. And I'll never tell you, folks, eating bugs is a good idea. Not going to happen. Absolutely filthy. Get your questions in now. Jolene, who do we have up first in the world of questions in this Friday free for all? Friday free for all. It's, it's, it's Friday. It's unbelievable we make it through a whole week, a whole week of what these people are throwing at us. Unbelievable. Okay, Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. <laughs> All right, we've got David. And he says it needs to get this bad and worse for change to be made. There you go, change to be made. Remember when Barack Hussein of Barry Satoro Obama campaigned on hope and change. And he campaigned, hope and change. They changed the medical system with Obamacare. They called it the Affordable Care Act, and they gave us unaffordable health care access. Wow. All right, Biden's program is Build Back Better. What have they built so far? All they have done, folks, they haven't built a damn thing, is they've torn down and destroyed, torn down and destroyed America. And they're going to keep doing it. Uh, change is coming. But the question of what type of change is really up for grabs. Are we going to get the change that Klaus Schwab wants, that Bill Gates wants? Bill Gates is pushing the bugs, folks. So are many other corporate elites. I saw an ad today for a bug ranch, a bug farm where they grow millions and billions of bugs. Uh, what are they feeding those bugs? You guessed it, folks. They're feeding the bugs food. Bugs eat food. If there's one thing that has ever, folks, uh, been bad for humans, it's when bugs and rats and mice get into our human food and destroy it. They eat some of it, and then they piss all over it, and they destroy it. 
to say that bugs are an efficient consumer of food and then a great producer of protein, I think is a freaking stretch. It's poison, folks. They're feeding us poison. You want uh, some medical help? You want to go get the, the Jim Jones juice? It's poison. It's poison, folks. It seems like everything they want to give us is poison. Unfreaking believable. <sighs> choice. It sounds like we have a choice right now, you and I. Uh, the people of 1776 in colonial America had a choice. They could continue to put up with tyranny, being abused, having their choices taken away, being hungry, having their economies ruined, or they could exercise their choice and tell those in leadership positions, those in positions of power and authority, could tell them, no, not doing it. Well, that's what they chose in 1776. They chose liberty. They chose freedom. We have that same choice right now. Do you want liberty and freedom? Or do you want Klaus Schwab's, shall we call it? Let's, let's go into history here. His final solution, which is the decimation of choice, the destruction of freedom. You will own nothing and you'll be happy. I bet, I bet there's more words in there he would like to use, like, you will own nothing and be happy. And if you aren't, then we'll kill you. Folks, if they're willing to kill us with uh, bugs, medicine, police state antics, it makes you think they wouldn't just downright kill us in any other way. That's right, folks. Free will. It's over. Now, <clears throat> We've got some big problems in Ukraine. Big problems. <clears throat> Putin said, hey, we're going to shut down that power plant. Or we're not going to send power into Ukraine anymore. They can just shut the power plant down. It's the largest nuclear power plant in all of Europe. They can, they can shut it down, folks, if they want. Because the Russians control it. It is no longer in Ukraine. It is one of the breakaway republics. But Putin has warned Macron. That's right. He got on the phone today with France's president, their prime minister, whatever the hell he is, Emmanuel Macron. But Putin warned Macron of a large scale catastrophe that's looming in Ukraine. Well, it's not Ukraine, but that's how the mainstream media wants you to think about it. So according to uh, Reuters, right, Putin said the shelling, that is the bombing I love how they're using the word shelling, right? Uh, really taking the husks and then shelling walnuts. No, folks, they're not shelling. They're bombing. They're dropping ordnance. They're shooting at the Russian-controlled nuclear power plant. And uh, Putin's blaming Kiev uh, for creating this risk of large-scale catastrophe. Now, I'll tell you again, folks, the, the containment domes are designed and engineered to uh, withstand explosion from inside, right? They're designed to contain a meltdown. Now, Chernobyl was not, it did not have a containment zone, right? But this is what's going on, right? Now, 
uh, both Macron and Putin agreed that they need to send a team from the International Atomic Energy Agency to this power plant. Right. And while in the call, Putin told Macron that there's going to be continuing obstacles to supplying Russian food and fertilizers into Europe and other markets. He's reminding them, you guys are causing all the problems, right? But they do. They want to bring in uh, nuclear watching, you know, watchdog groups, the UN nuclear uh, atomic agency people. They're trying to do that. They're trying to say, come and take a look. You can see where the damage is being done. I'm not really worried about a nuclear accident there. What I'm worried about is Ukraine uh, creating a crisis and then scaring the world. It's, it's really unbelievable, folks. I mean, this is incredible. Uh, uh, President, Prime Minister, whatever the hell he is, Erdogan from Turkey, he's trying to calm this situation down. Right, so you've got Putin calling Macron saying, hey, get the atomic agency in here so we can show them what's going on and they can be rest assured that the plant is fine and see the damage being caused by Ukraine. President Erdogan, right, wants to play peacemaker between Zelensky and Putin, right, between Ukraine and Russia over the breakaway republics of Donetsk and Luhansk, right? Once again, that used to be the role of the U.S. government. The U.S. government used to play peacemaker, right? Not now. No, no, it's a different world, folks. It's a different world, right? Instead of playing peacemaker, the U.S. is the, the war maker. The U.S. is approving of Ukraine striking Crimea, which is a Russian territory. Uh, it's it's the Crimean Peninsula. It's on the western border of Russia, right next to Ukraine. Now, a senior Biden administration official told Politico that the U.S. is supporting UK, Ukraine striking Crimea. Right. Washington doesn't recognize Crimea as Russian territory. Neither does Kiev. Kiev, Ukraine, doesn't recognize that Crimea is a Russian territory. So they're bombing a territory that doesn't belong to them. Once again, it's an attack on Russia. It's an attack on people, right? The U.S. official said that the United States government considers strikes on Ukrainian soil self-defense, which applies to Crimea. Quote, we don't select targets, of course, and everything we've provided is for self-defense purposes. Any target they choose to pursue on sovereign Ukrainian soil is by definition self-defense, the official said. So when you attack things on your own soil, if you say they're yours, uh, then it's self-defense. What if Russia says, well, you know, uh, Ukraine actually means outskirts right? Outland. Uh, Ukraine used to be a Russian territory, part of Russia proper at one point, at least at one point. Could they claim that that's self-defense, right? What if Russia strikes Kiev? Will China say, good job, Putin, we approve, right? Once again, the United States used to make peace, right, between 
warring factions between territories. Now they encourage war. They encourage bombing. They encourage attacking a nuclear power plant. That should be one of the things that's sacrosanct. You don't lob bombs, shells at a nuclear power plant. Well, I guess we're just going to have to play it by ear how this all works. But really, can China say good job? After all, China claims Taiwan is their territory. And this really gets into some interesting questions. Well, Ukraine thinks that Luhansk and Donetsk, these counties or states, if you will, belong to them. The people of Donetsk and the people of Luhansk say, no, they belong to us. We live here. We own these places. Ukraine just assumed they own them. And uh, <clears throat> Voldemort Zelensky's Azov Battalion has been ethnically cleansing Russians, committing war atrocities, and they finally left. Uh, it sounds like we have an argument. It sounds like the way to settle it is the old-fashioned way, with war. It seems like Russia is playing pretty nice. They have the power to take over all of Ukraine, but they've chosen not to. Right? They've chosen to do a special military operation, a special military mission. I guess, you know, I guess time will tell. It looks like, you know, the people, the World Economic Forum, the Davos douches, the people at the top, the elites want this conflict and they're encouraging it. It's not going to help you and me. That's why we need to be prepared. All right, let's do this. Let's get to another one of your questions on this Friday free for all. And we have Doc Holiday checking in. He says, Zelensky's Ukraine is trapping people who won't fight without ammunition or any other gear. Volunteers are being sent to their death without any way of defending themselves. American and British soldiers who have gotten out are warning against going. Quite interesting, huh? Yeah, there's, there's volunteers, people who have volunteered to go to Ukraine. Uh, people that are patriotic, people that are veterans, people that think Russia is bad. And as soon as they get there, the reports I've read about show that they're treated very poorly. They're considered expendable and they're sent to the front. And the same goes for Ukrainians, right? They're being conscripted or drafted by the government and forced to the front to fight. Sometimes, in some cases, with no weapons, weapons that don't work, weapons that work poorly, uh, they're given weapons but no ammunition. Now, uh, just today, just today, the Biden administration, I think, provided nearly another billion dollars, another billion dollars in military equipment and aid. How many homeless Americans could that feed? Almost a billion dollars. How many homeless could that feed? How many problems could that solve here in our country? Right? They're just sending it over there, and they can't account for it, folks. And it's interesting that we keep hearing about all of this ammunition being sent over there, all of this equipment. And in the next breath, they tell us they need more, but they can't account for where it went. Uh, it's very, very uh, discouraging to hear this stuff. 
yeah, the, 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 the soldiers that go over there, British and American, they're captured, they're killed. And if they manage to get out, they've got some big warnings for people. How come we don't hear about it on the mainstream media? How come we're not getting emails from people saying, good golly, they're just killing people left and right? Because they got to keep that a secret, folks. They have to keep that a secret. They want more war. Now, get this. There's a meeting coming up called the G20. You've heard of the G7, the G6, the G9, the G11, the G20. Uh, the number um, has to do with what countries participate and belong in it. Well, many countries are upset uh, that Russia, that is Putin, is going to attend the next G20 summit. And um, several nations are upset about this. He's like, well... He's still a part of the G20, but the White House is now saying that they want Voldemort Zelensky of Ukraine to attend it if Putin is there. Do you think that's going to fix things or do you think that's going to antagonize things? Now, I mean, what is this? G20 are supposed to be the world's most powerful governments, the most powerful nations meeting to discuss right? World trade, world peace, I would hope. So they're going to bring a uh, political puppet who was installed in Ukraine back in 2014. He is a light in the loafers, singer, dancer, stripper, musician, comedian. Sounds like he spent a few uh, days of his youth watching the Ed Sullivan show, right? A talent show. That's who their president is, folks. They want to, what is it, bring a friend to the G20 event? I mean, is, is that what date is? Bring a friend day to the G20. Do you think Putin is scared for a second about Zelensky? Uh, Putin is, uh, what, some kind of martial arts black belt dude. I know he's getting kind of old. He's been in, you know, in charge of Russia for a long time. Getting kind of old, but do you really think he's going to be intimidated? I mean, is Zelensky going to attack him? Or is Zelensky going to try having a debate with him? What's the point of bringing a friend? Bringing a, bring your favorite little, oh man, I almost said a bad word. Bring a friend to the event. It, it's, it would be as a political stunt. That's exactly what it would be. <sighs> and there it is, my daily sneeze. <laughs> I tell you folks, it's a free for all Friday. It is unbelievable. Bring a friend to the G20. Bring, bring a little warring insurrectionist to the G20. Unbelievable, folks. And this is also unbelievable. There's this phenomena that's out there. And it asks the question, are you doing only what's necessary at work and no more? Folks, there's a, there's a phenomena out there called quiet quitting. People are no longer interested in going above and beyond. A lot of people. And I'm sure it's millennials and centennials or uh, <clears throat> Gen Zers, right? They don't want to work. They don't want to go above and beyond. They've quit. They've given up. But I don't know if it's, if it's generational or if people have had it and they're just seeing that there's no chance of getting ahead. Why should I do any more than I'm asked? It's called quiet quitting. 
it reminds me of the book written by Ayn Rand, Atlas Shrugged, where people just, they just walk away from their jobs. They're like, screw it. So is this a casualty of COVID? Or is it just a lack of professionalism? Or is it people truly have given up? Now, what I can tell you is the Soviet Union, people didn't work in the Soviet Union. They did as little as possible. There was no reason to work harder because you didn't get to keep right the, the fruits of your labor. If you worked extra hard, you saw no extra benefit in it. People gave up, and that's why the Soviet Union crashed. Right? There's no love of country. There's no creation of wealth. Nothing. Nothing at all. It crashed. America is in the process right now, folks, of quietly quitting the American dream, crashing. Unbelievable. Okay, let's uh, let's do this. Uh, no, 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 no. Thank you, Jolene. Thank you so much. There's one more. Uh, I, I want to get back to bugs real quick. TMZ, which is you know some kind of social media news flash, just like Entertainment Tonight for the internet. They are promoting cricket protein powder. Just wanted to let you know. They're not going away. They're not giving up. Oh, they're going to push it. They're going to push it. Unbelievable. Okay. Um, Jolene. <laughs> Let's see what we've got next on the question. Get your questions in, folks. And we'll talk about what you want to talk on this free for all Friday. David says, John, it's sad to say, but I think we're seeing the end of an empire here in the United States of America. David, I, I have to be optimistic. I have to be, I have to argue with your case and just ask you a question. Now, I see your point because I just covered it. Quiet quitting. People are giving up. They're saying, fuck it. Are they quitting on the United States of America or are they quitting on the new world order? You see, is, is, is the freedom and power of America up here and the new liberal world orders down here. As America, the freedom side, loses and the New World Order side, the liberal world order, gains power and control, right? You can't have freedom and tyranny in the same power structure. One has to win over the other. And as this liberal world order gains power, people are giving up. They're walking away. What we're seeing is people rejecting socialism. People are rejecting tyranny. People are rejecting the Great Reset. We're seeing the end of America as we knew it, as these scumbags take control. But I really believe, folks, that if, if we got America, uh, make America great again, right? That attitude was incredible. When I was a boy, when Reagan took office, America went from doldrums, it went from Jimmy Carter's malaise. People didn't want to work, right? We went to Ronald Reagan, who made people proud to be American. He spoke of America as an institution of liberty and freedom, a shining city on a hill, and compared that to the doldrums of the Carter administration and compared what America should be to what the Soviet Union was. And people responded, right? America became great again. I think it's really important that we see what's going on. It's not the end of America. It's the end, or we should say, the waning, the waning of free America. And again, we have a choice. 
we can lay down and quit and walk away and just let America die, or we can fight back. Now, I left California, right? The social People's Socialist Republic of California. I left that place and I came down south because freedom is here, folks. It's still here. It's alive and people love it. It's still here. Not to say that I haven't seen this quiet quitting phenomena. And that's why I was picking on millennials and Gen Z, right? Because they're lazy. They want to play on their phones. They want everyone to kiss their ass and congratulate them for waking up and managing to get out of bed. I see some of that here and that needs to go away, right? We need to defeat that. I want to be optimistic about America's future, but I also want to be realistic about the fact that we're in SHTF. Shit has hit the fan. And it's a war now. It truly is. It truly is a war, folks. Their system fails. If, if propaganda and lying was successful, would CNN have fired Brian Setzer, Stelter, Seltzer, Potato Head? Not, I mean, they canceled his show and they fired him. He's done. If their socialist propaganda model worked, everyone would be watching Potato Head. Instead, they fired him. He's out. The media failures continue because all they have is propaganda and lies and they're anti-America, anti-freedom, anti-everything good. It's a fact, right? Now, this is important also, something I wanted to talk about in this Friday free-for-all, right? Trump's attorney, Alina Haba, that's her name, Alina Haba, uh, was interviewed in the media, and she said the allegations against Trump, quote, don't make sense to me since he was cooperating the entire time. That's right, folks. Uh, the FBI had questions, and Trump was cooperating with them, according to his attorney. But still, they had to make a scene, right? They, they, they raided Mar-a-Lago. They raided it. They got a warrant signed by a judge that had recused himself from the Trump case. Because why do you recuse yourself? Conflict of interest, personal connections. Not to mention this judge defended, this judge literally defended Jeffrey Epstein. Unbelievable. Folks, you can't cooperate with these people. You can't surrender and win. We need to stop cooperating because Democrats won't stop. Trump was cooperating and they raided his place anyway. You can't cooperate. You can't surrender and win against these people. We need to fight them tooth and nail every step of the way, whether it's with media, protests, voting, everything, folks. And don't forget that we have our Second Amendment. That is going to be the ultimate vote. That is going to say loudly, I'm not cooperating with you. No, I'm not going to go downtown and answer some questions. No, you're not going to take me and lock me up in a concentration camp or in a dark prison like they've done to the January 6th protesters up in D.C. If, if that isn't, folks... If that isn't a clue as to what they want to do to all of us, then 
you wouldn't be fit to serve uh, on the Scooby-Doo mystery machine team. That's a pretty big clue. They fabricate a crime, arrest you for it, hold you indefinitely without a quick and speedy trial, without legal representation, being held accountable for rules, laws, whatever you didn't violate. That's what they want for all of us. It's time to stop cooperating. And certainly we can't surrender to victory. It's funny when it comes to fighting a war, government knows how to do that just fine, right? But when it comes to obeying the law, they can't seem to figure that out, right? They can't seem to understand uh, the constitution when it says, you know, shall not be infringed. It's interesting to me, folks. It really is how they can't seem to figure things out, right? Now, uh, at the very beginning, I started with Klaus Schwab's lieutenant, right? Telling everybody, right? Uh, free choice, free will, that's over. Now, <clears throat> Target hit, right? Target hit. Target, the, the, the store. They had a 90% loss. And what have they changed? Well, they started pushing trans gear, on youth. That's right, folks. The LGBT gear, chest binders, uh, weenie tuck underwear. They started pushing this crap in their stores. They took a 90% loss, folks. So all together now, get woke, go broke. A big F you to target. That's right, folks. We can fight back. We can just not shop in their stores. Now, over in Denmark, they like setting fire to Bill Gates's food stores, you know, where he likes to sell, I'm sure, fake meat and crickets. But yeah, it, it gets a big, I mean, everyone, if we just went out, stood on our front porch, stood up top, right, you know, and just screamed, get woke, go broke. It's a, they're not learning, folks. The federal government hasn't learned how to follow the rules. The federal government, right, just comes after people. These corporations haven't figured it out. They're going to keep pushing this wokeness. They're going to keep pushing crickets. TMZ pushes crickets. Bugs. I guess they think crickets are cute looking. But oh yeah, they're, they're, don't worry. There's locusts and cockroaches and cockroach milk as well. Ooh yeah. Mmm. Yum yum. I don't think so. They're not learning, folks. They're not learning a bit. I don't think they're going to learn. Right. I don't think they're going to learn at all. Right. The judge is ordering um, the affidavit unsealed. The affidavit that was used to get the search warrant to go to Mar-a-Lago. And guess what? The FBI doesn't want people to see it. They don't want the people, that is you and me, America, to see their reasoning. What reasoning did they use? Right. What were they looking for? So they're stonewalling. They're dragging their feet. They're not releasing the information. Does that sound familiar to you? Sure sounds like it to me, folks. They don't want to tell us what's in their programs the same way. Big pharmaceutical companies did not want to tell us what's in there. That's right. What's in there? Jim Jones juice. They don't want to tell us what's in there. They don't want to tell us how it works, what it's really doing, how dangerous it really is. They don't want to tell us. 
All right, let's move on and get to one of your questions. Get your questions in now. We've got lots of time. We've got another 20 minutes. So we got Gary D with a question for me, this guy. He says, what's the best way to prepare for the obvious weaponization of the alphabet agencies? <clears throat> okay. That's an important question. Jolene, if you, you could put that question up there so people can read it as I discuss the topic. Uh, he says, what's the best way to prepare for the obvious weaponization of alphabet agencies, meaning Internal Revenue Service, FBI, uh, Internal Revenue Service is IRS, the FBI is Federal Bureau of Investigation, the Department of Homeland Security, the DHS, or any other agency? Well, the number one way to prepare is right here, the prepared mind. You need to understand your rights. You need to understand the Bill of Rights. You need to understand the Constitution. And probably most important of all, you need to understand, you need to read the Declaration of Independence. It's not, it's, none of these are books, folks. None of them are books. The Federalist Papers are books and books and books about the discussions, the arguments for the Bill of Rights and the Constitution and what's in there. But the declaration itself is not a book. It's a couple pages, literally like two pages. In some instances, it'll fit on one page, depending on the size. The, the Constitution is not very long either. And the Bill of Rights fits on a simple, single piece of paper. Know your rights. But a prepared mind, folks, is one that has an intelligent understanding of common sense. We know, you and I, what's right and wrong. The government does too, but they think they don't have to play by right and wrong. They think that they're above the law. It's critical though. It's absolutely critical to know your rights. Now, once you know your rights and you understand the constitution and you know the declaration is your big fat eraser to erase the federal government, right? The declaration says no tyranny will not be allowed. We can, we as the people can get rid of it. Now, I'm not telling anyone to do harmful or dangerous things. I'm not telling anyone to break the law, commit acts of violence. I'm not glorifying or glamorizing any of that. What I'm saying, though, is that we, the people, have a right to say no. We have a right to vote if we're born here and we have citizenship here. We have a right to say no. You can say no in a jury to the law, the facts of the case, anything you want. We have the right to be ourselves. We have that choice. Remember how Klaus Schwab and his little lieutenant said, right, free will, choice, it's over. No, it's not. We always have a choice. That choice, though, isn't about a particular rule or a particular agency. The choice is how you want to live. Will you accept someone else telling you how to live? Or will you make the decision for yourself? You say, what's the best way to prepare for the obvious weaponization of the alphabet agencies? It's to understand the law and our choices. Understand that we have rights and free will. That our rights are inalienable, meaning they cannot be separated from us. We always have those rights. Now, once you recognize all of this, that's when you go, okay, well, I may have to tell everyone, F you. Right, so food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense. 
Self-defense, right? It's not a quaint idea. Self-defense is not just for defending yourselves, folks, from a charging deer, right? It's not a hunting self-defense. It's not for dealing with just burglars. Self-defense is for defending the state. That is freedom, our country. That's what self-defense is about. And if there is a tyrant in our midst, like the FBI, they seem to be very tyrannical, do they not? In fact, uh, to give you an example of that tyranny, just today, an FBI agent has pled guilty to destroying evidence that was used to frame a freedom-loving, patriotic American who is pro-Trump. He's being held as a political prisoner, and the FBI agent has pled guilty to destroying evidence that was used to frame him. In other words, the FBI lies. The FBI lie, you bet. The FBI lies. They frame people. They're corrupt. They put people in jail. So I say, for me, I'm not going to allow myself to be arrested because they manufacture evidence. They create false crimes. They manufacture evidence. There is not a jury of my peers that I would be standing in front of. I would be put in a jail cell. I would be denied access to anything, including food, nutritious food. I would be denied access, folks, right, to sanitary conditions. They'd put me in a shitty cell that was filthy and covered in feces. Likely, I would endure beatings. I would be psychologically abused. I would be denied everything that every murderer that's held in prison gets. Then if, if I ever got to have a trial, it would be with a judge who is politically persecuting me, not using the law, because I don't break any real laws, folks. All I have is this mind and this mouth, and we talk. Right? So it would be a political persecution, no crime committed. They would want to do everything they can to break me and try and get me to admit guilt. We'll say, oh, yeah, well, we'll let you out. You just have to admit guilt. Or, yeah, yeah, we'll only give you five years if you admit guilt. You know, you're seditious. You're an insurrectionist. Right? You're, you're a revolutionary, John. You're bad. Yeah, that's why I'm saying I don't think I'm going to allow them to arrest me. Your question, how do we prepare? It's up here. Right? You have to get that, all those items that we need, including self-defense tools, so we can defend the state from tyrants. But tyrants, folks, it's, it's not a ship full of tyrants. It's not a blimp or an airplane full of them. They're everywhere. These three-letter agencies, FBI, IRS, they use the law, what they call the law. It's just the color of law, folks. It's de facto law. It's not de jure. It's de facto, meaning, well, they've got a badge, they've got a gun, and so they're pretending to be the true authority. Right? And I'm, I'm not encouraging anyone to do anything violent. What I'm saying is you've got to be prepared. You'll know when the time comes, folks. They'll start arresting people, right? Kind of like they did after January 6th. All of a sudden, people are getting rounded up and arrested. It's like, what did they really do? The answer was nothing. Still, they're being arrested. And still to this day, over a year and a half later, they're being held in prison in these unsanitary conditions I, I described. Being beaten, tortured, threatened. 
They're suffering from psychological problems, from abuse, being put in solitary confinement, which is considered a cruel and unusual punishment. According to the United Nations, it's considered what? Torture. Various ways to torture people, folks, without leaving a bruise. When they start doing that, we're going to find out. They'll use the IRS and go, oh, yeah, it's a tax issue. As if we don't pay enough taxes already. It's incredible what they're doing to us, folks. It's incredible what they're doing to us. Let us do this now, shall we? Let's take another look at another question that you guys have. And we've got Gary. No, we've got Kathy LeMaster. <laughs> she says, I need solar advice. Can you get a solar kit for the whole home without having to disclose an address or location? Uh, yes. Uh, the, the way you can do that is to uh, <laughs> say, hide your number, right? Star six, seven and call a, a solar power company. There's a lot of, um, shall we say, plug and play style solar kits, right? Now, when you say whole home, are we talking about running a 4,000 square foot home with hot water heater that's electric, electric stove, electric microwave, electric refrigerators, everything electric, 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 uh, right? That's a lot of panels, a lot of power, right? Um, or are you just talking about running the necessities? you know, powering the refrigerator, you know, and a couple smaller items, you can get that, right? What I would recommend doing is calling different solar installation companies and say, look, I'm interested in buying a kit. I want to put it together myself. I don't want you to put it together. I just want you to sell me the kit. And I think that they would do that for you. That way they don't have to know your address and your location. What I can tell you, though, is a lot of these companies, they're pretty hip. They're pretty cool with the idea that people want privacy. They're pretty cool about that. They know people don't want to be known as having off-grid uh, living. The reason is, is that people don't want to be bothered if shit hits the fan and gets worse. They don't want to be tracked down. They don't want people coming to their house and stealing their batteries and stealing their solar panels. Right. So uh, when I was at the RMZ, I had a solar company. It was great. Right. They installed the system I got there that I ran the, the yurt on and uh, they put it together. They did it professionally. And they, you know, they were very conscientious that people didn't want to be known for having any solar. Right. I was way out in the jungle. They knew that I didn't want to be bothered. They said lots of people were that way. Now, I'm sure here in the United States of America, things are the same, but instead of having jungle, right, we've got swamps, we've got mountains, we've got uh, long, dusty roads leading out into the middle of nowhere where people live. So you may find a company that is respectful of your desire to remain anonymous. You could tell them, I want to pay in cash, and I don't want any records kept. And if you have to fill out a, a record, I want, you know, I want to use a... a an anonymous address, and they may do that for you. But uh, the, the one surefire way to do it would be to <clears throat> uh, call one of these companies and tell them you want uh, a kit that you can put together yourself. 
and they can give you some basic instructions on how to put them together. Uh, like my panel that I've got, I still have uh, one of the big panels from the RMZ. It snaps with two connectors to a battery system and a converter. They're really pretty simple once you get down to it. It takes a little bit of education, takes a little bit of muscle, right? But it sounds like you're ready to make that step. The, uh, the solar panel kits that we sell, though, uh, the Jackery kits on the preparedmind.club, those solar panels are surprisingly powerful. They can power a lot of equipment. Uh, 300 watts, folks, I ran a uh, camping refrigerator. I ran laptop, I ran computer, and I ran lights when I was in the RMZ with just 300 watts. It worked great. So I would suggest that you really look at what you need, right, to run a whole house. You know, hot water heater, that takes a lot of power. Microwave takes intermittent power. Microwaves are very quick, right? They use power. They're anywhere from, what, 900 to 1,800 watts. But there's our link right there. Thank you, Jolene. That is the link. Uh, if you're to hit pause and then copy that, write it down. Use that link, folks. Go see what we've got. But, you know, 200 watts, 300 watts is a lot of power. And if you get several battery packs, right, you can charge several battery packs. And a refrigerator, by the way, doesn't run all the time. Right? It runs when it needs to cool things off. Once things are cold, it doesn't need to run anymore, as long as you're not opening the door constantly. Right? So they're very uh, efficient now refrigerators. So it takes a good deal of planning and thinking, but once you got it down, it's really not incredibly difficult. Okay, I think we've got uh, one more big question here, maybe two. If you've got it, get it in, get your question in. It's the Friday free-for-all. I'll be back for Sunday Night Live, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, right? I'll be back for that. Oh, you bet. I can't, I cannot. And, and you know what? I just might have some of the nights, the Sunday nights of the round table show up. I guess I should have talked to them a little bit about that. Thank you, Jolene. Um, see if I can get Crispy Bacon. See if I can get Uman. See if I can get these guys to come on back and spend some time. I'll see if I can't get that. It'd be a nice little surprise to see if and how many want to show up and take your questions and talk about topics. Okay, let's get to that last question. I believe it was Sally Sue. She says, how long do you think it will take for the slippery slope to slide into the acceptance of MAPS? I also, uh, also, I recently read a new acronym for you, TERF, which is a trans-exclusionary radical feminism. Okay, I have not heard of TERF yet. A trans-exclusionary radical feminism. Okay, I, I guess I need to look into that and see what that's about. But a map, folks, is a minor attracted person. Uh, that's, not, that's not a nice thing. What they're trying to do is normalize pedophilia. What they're trying to do is make it sound normal, usual, okay. That if you're a minor attracted person, that means you like young boys and young girls that are under the age of 18 and that you have uh, sexual interest in them. Minor attracted person. 
Uh, so Sally Sue says, how long do you think it will take for people to accept this? Well, number one, Sally Sue, it is illegal, right? The, even the FBI is prosecuting people. State police are prosecuting people. Local police are arresting and prosecuting people who continue to try and use the internet to wrangle minors into sexual encounters, sexual encounters. A lot of these people that are being arrested, folks, are, get this, drag queens. They make the front page news when they get caught. Uh, they they want to they sexualize children and then, uh, surprise, they, they're minor attracted persons. How about this one? School teachers also. Who is it that's bringing the drag queens to schools? Teachers. And we have a bunch of trans teachers out there who want to talk about their sex life with children. They're completely sexualizing children. Getting kids to talk about sex. That's, that's something children shouldn't be talking about, especially with fruitcakes. So, yeah, we're having teachers and former teachers be arrested because they think they're setting up play dates. But these people are sick and everywhere, folks. Uh, oh, monkeypox. Oh, there's this monkeypox thing. It is, folks, turning out to be a, a sexual disease, right? Uh, what used to be called venereal disease. Then it got changed to STD, sexually transmitted disease. And now it's STI, sexually transmitted in, in, um, infection. Monkeypox seems to be spread, folks, uh, by men who have sex with men. But now, apparently, animals, dogs, and children are getting it as well. And I think that we're going to discover that these people out here who are minor attracted persons are the ones giving it to kids through whatever filthy acts they're committing with them. It's, it's unbelievable, folks. Yeah, they want us to accept the term because once you accept the term, right, you have to accept the behavior. You know, it's funny how they said, well, it's not a choice. I was born this way. I was born as a, as a, as a fruit loop. I was born as a homosexual. I was born as bisexual, right? They, they want everyone to believe they were born that way. Therefore, it's not their fault. Therefore, it's not a mental illness. It's not a mental problem. I was born this way. Well, if that's the case, why are they going to school children and trying to convert them? They want to talk about sex. Tell them how it's okay if you want to be trans or if you want to be this or you want to be that. It's okay. Drag queen, good idea. That's taking someone who wasn't born that way and trying to convert them. Funny how it's always about conversion, but they want to claim they were born that way. These people are absolutely sick, folks. Absolutely sick. I want to end this Friday free-for-all with a great story, unless Jolene has another one. But I want to end this with a great story. A mother of two children heard a home invasion taking place. She was in the shower. <laughs> so she jumped out of the shower, folks. She grabbed a gun. And her dog, She apparently she had pit bulls. This person didn't care about the pit bulls. And so she was very frightened. 
right? Taken uh, by surprise, had her gun, shot the dude, killed him. She should be given a medal, folks, an award. Well, what she got was arrested, taken to the police station, right? Several hours later, they finally released her at least. But this is where we're at, folks, right? Invasion robberies, flash mobs going into stores, smash and grab, smash and grab of jewelry store and other valuables, right? Thank you, Democrats, right? Arson, looting, murder. Thank you, Democrats, for allowing and encouraging that. Were they born that way or were they converted into that way of thinking? Right. If people weren't being taught that, well, you know, it's a white supremacy is that's the problem. If they weren't told that, would they come to that conclusion themselves? I don't know. All I know is we've got a lot of trouble ahead of us. Right. They've screwed it up. Slippery slope. You bet, Sally Sue. There's a hell of a slippery slope and we're sliding down it. But we have a choice. You can accept that we have no free will, surrender to them. Or we can be free. Lovers of liberty, right? Masters of our own destiny, sovereigns of our own nation, the free people. It's your choice. It's our choice. We get to decide. Either way, there's a consequence. Either way, there's a cost. Either way, there's a penalty, right? A lot of people lost their lives when fighting for liberty against the British and against any other country in any other country as people have fought for liberty. But when they win it, they realize and recognize the value and what was risked to get it, the choice that was made. Why would you fight for your freedom just to give it back to a government that didn't respect it? When we have to fight for our freedom, folks, in that good old-fashioned way, mano a mano, once we have to fight that way again, it'll be generations before people give up their freedom. It looks like you and I are going to have that opportunity. God bless you. Semper Fi. And Godspeed to you and everyone around the world in this fight for liberty and freedom against the Great Reset and these aristocrats, these elitist scumbags, because that's truly what they are. And they want to take over the world, folks. They want to take every last thing you own from you, and they want to feed you bugs. They want to take away your choice, your rights, your freedom, your liberty, your will to live. That's what they want, folks. I say, hell no. How do you fight back? Chance favors the prepared mind. Is yours. Semper Fi.